Hey guys, and welcome back to Food for the Soul. My name's Liz. Today I want to talk about vampires. And no, not Dracula who lives in Transylvania. I'm talking energy vampires. These are people who are in your life who may or may not know that they are sucking your energy. The term for these people are called energy vampires. There are many signs that there are energy vampires around you. You just may not be aware of it. And I'll just go into a few things that I've come in contact with in my own personal journey as far as spirit goes. So, let's begin. I'm going to start off by saying that those who come in contact with me in my waking life are very much aware of my energy and they know that it's pretty potent and that's not coming from an egotistical standpoint. I just know a lot of things from many different cultures. I'm also very aware of my own divine presence, which makes my energy that more attractive to others. And when it comes to those around me, I know that my energy can be heavy at times, but also very uplifting when the right frequencies are met. I know that's a lot to kind of take in, especially if you're just beginning. So it's easy to just take baby steps into something like this. So allow me to get back to the energy vampire. You may notice that certain people that you're around, especially if they have more of a negative attitude or if they're just feeling sad or moody or blue, their mood may affect you, especially if you're naturally a bubbly person. And you may notice that when you're in a crowded room with a bunch of people, you get exhausted pretty quickly. Yes, that could also mean that you're an empath and you're picking up on the energies of others around you, but that doesn't make you an energy vampire. In any case, an energy vampire may literally be in the same room as you. And these particular people are consciously aware of taking energy from you. It's almost as if they make excuses to see you get you alone and have situations with you so that they can feed off of your energy. These are obviously conscious energy vampires. They're aware of your energy and they want to be around it and have more of it. There are, however, some select very few people who are also what some would call an incubus uh, or a succubus. Those are two entirely different terms, succubus being for female, incubus being for male, and these are entities who thrive off of the energy of others as well. Sometimes they're not really aware that they are being these type of people or even aware that they're drawing energy from you. They just know that when they're around you, you make them happy and they enjoy your energy and you uplift the mood. Sometimes it can be very difficult to figure out which is which. In any case, it is always best to check in with your emotions. So here's a few quick tips that I would suggest when you're in a new situation with people and how to gauge their energy or frequency with yours. Usually I would ask questions right off the top and yes it's it's 
we're coming into a day and age and era where it's everyone is becoming more spiritual. If it's one thing, it leads to another. First, it starts with, hey, do you like crystals? I like crystals too. Did you know they're very healing? Did you know that this crystal can heal this? And then it leads to the chakras. And then it leads to herbs. And then it leads to certain books and this and that. And it just goes on and on and on. And once you dip your toe in, eventually you're going to be consumed with your own spirituality and your own path. But I digressed. Back to the certain signs. Like I said, usually I will gauge that person with a topic of interest to see how they respond. And depending on how they're responding to me is exactly how I'm going to figure out their frequency. If someone is relatively new onto their path or on their journey, obviously I'm going to have them start baby small and take those little steps. And I'm going to gauge their energy by asking questions about how they feel about a certain situation. For example, I will ask how they feel if someone has crossed them and if they come at me with they're going to hurt that individual, obviously that person's not in the right state of mind to have any stability. with their own energy and they're not really sure how to gauge others so they feed off of your energy I know that's a little confusing so perhaps I may start with something even more easier an energy vampire that is conscious of what they're doing like I said will obviously make excuses to see you to get you alone in a setting where they can feed off your energy and you may not even be aware that you're giving off your energy or allowing them to extract your energy, I guess, is the words I'm looking for. This is why warding and protection and boundaries are 100% the way to go. And you need to start from scratch and starting by setting your boundaries with people personal bubble space six feet away from me I know we live in a time of coronavirus and having the six feet apart but if you're someone who just doesn't want to be touched it's okay to make that known right off the bat do not touch me I have a bubble don't come in my bubble space but if you're someone that is okay with having someone close to you then you may want to set boundaries with your energetic space and I would personally suggest starting with something simple if you're just starting the path with a black bubble. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, she said black bubble. That's bad. Black is not always bad. Black represents the night and represents hiding. So you can place yourself in a black bubble. By doing so, you can just imagine yourself getting inside of this giant big black bubble and it starts from the center of your core and you push it outwards your core being your stomach the center of your stomach which is also the solar plexus where we live most of our life you push an energy ball from your hands from the black center or excuse me you push an energy ball of black bubble from your hands from the center of your core pushing it out this expands outward and 
allows your aura to be protected inside of your bubble. And you may say aloud, no one may enter or exit out of this bubble without my permission. And so it is because of my I am presence. And you must set that intention and that authority. And I know, again, I digressed about the symptoms and signs of, you know, an energy vampire. I've had so many experiences with people like this that I've just come to learn my lesson with each experience. But considering how kind-hearted I am and seeing the light in just about everyone, I choose to see the good rather than what they've done to me. This is also the Buddhist way of life, learning to live through the pain and heartache and taking the lessons, not necessarily to heart, but just taking it with a grain of salt as just that, another lesson to learn. So the black bubble is a good technique to learn how to protect your aura and how to protect your boundary energetically spaced. And it was it's always a good idea to practice that in the early mornings when you first get up. You could just place this bubble around yourself so that no one can get in because your energy field is pushing out way further than your physical body, almost 10 to 12 feet away from your physical body. This is why your energy actually introduces your, you long before you even enter a room, which is why you got to be careful about what you're putting out there. An energy vampire, however, if you're not protecting and guarding yourself well enough, can pick up on your energy and frequency right away, which is why people tend to flocked or act like magnets to you. They get drawn in quickly because there's something about your energy or your frequency that they've got to have more of. It's almost like a drug. You know, when these people sense your energy and they want to be a part of it or perhaps even destroy it, it's like a drug to them, a high. They can't help themselves. They can't help but touch you. They can't help but be near you. It's not always a bad thing because sometimes even though the light is strong, there's also the dark. It goes both ways. However, like I said, sometimes people don't aren't even aware that they're an energy vampire and they just need to know why you're so happy or why your energy just feels good to them. Honestly, they're just trying to understand and at the end of the day, it's up to you whether you choose to help or walk away from the situation. All I've got to say is that when it comes to these energy vampires, it is best to guard yourself right away. You know, always protect your aura, protect your space, and protect your little ones if you are a parent or protect those that you love. This doesn't mean you have to completely shut the world out because there's a ton of people out there like that. There are reasons why you're in this world here and now. And there's a reason why your light is shining. Obviously, you weren't always meant to stay in the dark. Sometimes your light has to shine bright enough to pierce through the veil of darkness to help others who are lost and need help. It's all about frequency and vibrations. To be able to match someone else's frequency, that's when you're going to know their intentions towards you. A sense of narcissistic tendencies can be there. Sometimes these energy vampires may 
be aware of what they're doing, but somehow or another they turn the tables around on you and say you're the one that caused these issues with yourself. It's your fault, which causes deflection and causes you to doubt your own abilities and makes you rethink everything. When in reality, it's not. It's just those narcissist tendencies with these people. Sooner or later, the mirror gets turned around and they can see themselves clearly. But it takes a long time for that to happen. This is why Narcissus fell in love with himself with his own reflection. <laughs> Some Greek mythology for you guys. I, I'm going to wrap this up by going back through some quick tips on how to protect yourself and some signs again of an energy vampire so let's start with protection again starting with the black bubble you're going to form an energy ball from your core being your solar plexus and pushing outwards and allowing this bubble to surround yourself in complete darkness so that you can't be seen this is to be used in instances of fear if you're afraid or you just feel you need the extra amp of protection. It's a simple technique, easy to use because anyone that's beginning their steps can do this. And honestly, it's all about visualization. Just imagining it can help you put it can help put you in a place of protection and peace. Second, it wouldn't hurt to imagine yourself in a peaceful state of mind as well. So if you're putting yourself in this bubble, it doesn't have to be dark. You can always put yourself in the bubble and make your surroundings within the bubble serene. So perhaps a sunlit day in the forest by a waterfall. You're inside of that bubble in that forest. Visualization is always key. It goes hand in hand with your third eye. Moving on. Some signs again to spot an energy vampire. These are people who are around you, who meet you on first glance, and they're just completely enamored with your energy, and they make excuses to constantly see you and always want to hang out or make, or make an excuse to just kind of touch you. And those are also people who have no boundaries of their own. They have no morals or values. Those are just certain signs. Also, even though they're constantly trying to touch you, there's going to be people who want to know more about you, who are very intrigued. So these are going to be people who are too invested in understanding what you are and who you are. It's hard to talk about these kind of topics, but it was something that responsibility I I lost my train of thought apologies <laughs> back to the signs most of the time they also don't take accountability but like I said these are also some signs of a narcissist so even though these are hand in hand with an energy vampire it's also they also have some narcissistic tendencies so it would be good to brush up on what a narcissist is and, and really learning how to deal with them. Um, 
I also know that in certain circumstances that I've had to deal with in the magical community, there's always someone to stir the shit pot. And excuse the language for those who aren't really into cursing, and I apologize. There's always someone who has to constantly have some sort of chaotic event that they thrive on because they thrive in the chaos. It's something they enjoy. It's, again, they're feeding on the energy of stirring the chaos. They allow that to be their food. Um, I do know that oftentimes they feel as if, you know... Like I said, they try to make excuses to hang out or be around you, but they also use like a guilt trip, you know, guilt tripping or temper tantrums, you know, making you feel like, I guess the words I'm looking for is you're neglecting them, making you feel as if you're the problem and truly not themselves. Also, I've noticed that they tend to try to use your good nature against you. Oh, look, you're the good person, the good witch over here doing everything good. But see what it did to you by being a good person? See what, the, see what happened by teaching a community of people? Look at what you did. This is your own fault. Things like that. Mm, these are just some things I'm starting to, like think about the more I think about it and it doesn't necessarily have to be a random stranger these can be loved ones near you too doesn't have to be someone you have just met this can be a longtime friend this can be your lover this could be anyone that's in your life but the whole point of this is to recognize the signs and symptoms and learn how to cut them off so you're stopped so you're not feeding their ego or their energy. You're not giving into <laughs> feeding their energy. These are some good things to just kind of protect yourself. And I do know that, it, like I said, it's okay to have people like this in your life. It's just a matter of how you resolve it and how to take care of it. Because not all people are fully aware that they're doing it. So, to recap again, with the energy-wise, the black bubble and visualizing a, a sacred space for yourself is going to be ideal, especially if you're into visualizations. It's always good to establish boundaries right off the bat, making sure that you're clear-cut and to the point about what you expect from the friendship or relationship. Also... It's good to, you know, work around your expectations. Maybe, you know, you have higher expectations for them, but expect no less. Set your boundaries and set the bar high for yourself. Don't allow them to, you know, talk you down out of something that you expect out of them. And the old saying is if you give an inch, they'll take a mile. Don't give an inch. Stay with yourself completely stand your ground and don't allow them to take the mile away from you <laughs> in some cases it may not be easy to establish clear-cut boundaries and allowing someone to fully 
you know, work through things. Sometimes it may take an energetic cut off. This would involve an, a cord being cut completely or moving on emotionally. You know, it just depends on the circumstances. The bottom line is people that are energy vampires, like I said, they may not be fully aware of what they're doing, but those that are, are definitely those that need to be dealt with on an energetic level as well as an emotional level. And it's up, for, up to you to decide who is who and what you want to do with your life with that person. I apologize, this is probably the, my most lengthiest podcast yet, but I hope some of these things helped you guys, and moving forward, I plan to make other episodes. If you have any questions or you'd like to know more or would like to explore this subject a little bit more, don't hesitate to ask. It is my honor and absolute privilege to be your soul guide during this journey. Take care of each other and yourselves. Namaste, my friends.